Welcome to the 126 Podcast, Season 3, Episode 29. This is the Lead 23 Preview. Coach O, Coach Weaver, I'm Addison. How's it going? Hey, Addison. It's going good. Happy Tuesday. Thanks. Exciting I, week for us. I realize how many numbers there were in our intro there. Well, we had one, two, six, episode twenty-nine, season three. Man, you would think our executive producer would break these seasons up so that one, a season didn't last forever indefinitely. Okay, first <laughs> off, none of us thought of that until last week. <laughs> so, and we have broken them up. A lot of podcasts are on episode like five hundred. Oh, really? So yeah, we're ours is easier to follow. It's just that our name has numbers, and then this episode, lead twenty-three. We just got a lot of numbers. Well, lead 23 is an important number this week. Mm-hmm. This is a big week for us. We're um, very exuberant about getting to start our lead student mm-hmm. athlete leadership summit back up. Didn't get to do it during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, it's a big part of what we do and kind of how we define our program in Forney ISD Athletics. So cool and we week have, for us. We have the M- we're going to have the MC – um, of lead 23, Mr. Stephen Mackey on the phone today, but that's going to be after, of course, the weave and the ozone. So let's jump into those. The weave. Well, you know, I'm a bit of a basketball fan and I think I've got a couple more at the table. So couldn't let this go by without, uh, celebrating the Mavericks a little bit with the rest of us homers around here. Um, starting off their series, zero games to two. Against, against Phoenix Suns, which is number one team in the NBA, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, so it's just good. It's a good testament that sometimes things aren't going too well, or you kind of have a bad start. Or uh, we've seen this in our softball and baseball series lately, Coach O. Uh, we went three games when we didn't necessarily expect to go three games. We we lost a game, you get down a little bit. Hey, there's always a silver lining. We're yep. um, Mavericks come back and win, and and not just win, but handedly. Yes. Up by 46 at one point. Can't remember what the final score was. They won by 30-something, and that wasn't even, like, accurate. Like, yeah. that's how badly they beat in Phoenix. It was awesome. I even let my kids stay up and watch that game. Yeah, that so was. so they could see the butt-whipping. It was. And, I, like, I've been a Mavs fan for a long time. That was the best, probably the best team defensive performance I have ever seen in a Mavericks game, even in our title year. Like, that was against that team. That's pretty impressive to do. But... On the Sun side of things, I got to bring this up. One of the best losing post game interviews I've seen in a while was Coach Monty Williams. So, like you said, they were the number one team in the in the league this year. They won sixty four games, which was a team record. Um, and he said really quickly, like his first answer, they said, "What'd you say to the team?" And he said, "Well, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, of course." He said, "I, you know, all those guys wanted to win, so there's not much I can say." But he said one thing I did tell them is that all year we accepted all the praise for being the best team. We accepted the praise of, of winning all these games and setting all these records and all that stuff. We accepted all that praise. And he said, so now whatever comes from this, we have to accept that too. And he said, and this was something I liked. Of course, he said, that's just part of manhood. You know, you, you sometimes you're, you're on top and then sometimes you mess up and you, you got to deal with it. You have to accept that responsibility. So I really appreciated that. He just said, you know what, you know, we have to be willing to accept all of the kind of blame of failure if we were willing to accept all that credit for our success. And so, you know, that's, that's part of sports. It goes both ways. And just, just how quickly he was able to answer that and stuff. I was like, that was the first game seven he's ever coached. 
Mm-hmm. He was in the finals last year with them. Um, Monty Williams will be a good coach for a long time. Yeah, and it, it's uh, it's a great lesson for the sports fan as well as the high school coach or the high school athlete. That's our context. Just to own it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we've got two teams, two softball and baseball, a softball and a baseball team in the playoffs still, regional level. We've got a couple that have been knocked out in our school district, and they, they had good seasons. They played hard. They had an excellent district run. And sometimes, you you know, the team across the court or across the field mm-hmm. or in the other dugout has a better day. Yeah. And that's part of it. That's that's at our level it's a lesson though, isn't it? Right. At their level right. it's a commodity, I guess, right. so to speak. But at our level it's a lesson. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. You can learn a lot from those losses for sure. So, um, before we hop over to the ozone, let's go ahead and formally introduce our guest for today. Steven, we got you. Yes, sir. All right, welcome in. Thank you for joining us over the phone. We appreciate it. You bet. Glad to be with you guys again. Always thankful for an opportunity to sit down and visit with you guys on the pod. And, of course, any chance we have to be together in person like we will this week is one I always look forward to. All right, so we're going to go ahead and toss it over to Coach O. Well, all right. So in honor of lead this week, you know, I thought for the subject spotlight, we needed to talk a little bit about, you know, getting them ready, dressing them up getting them prepared to lead, dressing them up to lead. What do y'all think? I'm starting to pick up where you're going with these. <laughs> if it's food, we're talking about well, dressing. Yeah, you know, you know, gotta, hungry, you know you it's got to be. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget all that for now. <laughs> we're talking salad dressing. So, oh, okay. um, what, what, what's your favorite salad dressing and, and why? Matter of fact, I want you to name – Five salad dressings. Oh man, yeah, it's a piece and, of cake. And then, and then, Addison, you're going to go second because we was going to go first. You can't name any of the five he named. Oh man, I lose. <laughs> Come on, it's hard. That gets hard. Okay, so Stephen, then you're yeah, going to go Steven second. So Coach, we was going to name his five, and then you got to name five, but it can't I be think, any of the. I five think he should name. have to go second. He just said this is easy. That's what oh, he did said. He? Yeah. So I say Stephen goes first. Okay. He's our guest, and then make him go. Hey, and I'll back clean but up. But once you get beyond five, like no, no. The right. first five are piece of cake. You said it's easy. Stephen Mackey, go for it. Well, well, thank you for letting me go first because I don't eat salad. So uh, I would I would be in, in a pickle. But I will go uh, ranch dressing, and then I'll go a vinaigrette dressing, and then I'll go uh, an avocado dressing, and sounds Thousand like, Island. Sounds like Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> uh, the thousand, thousand Island and then uh, maybe we'll go a balsamic vinaigrette. Okay. There we go. Okay. Congratulations. Coach Weaver. Uh, first off, I'm going to point out that Stephen mentioned both a vinaigrette and a balsamic vinaigrette, which technically, I mean, you, I don't know how much technicality. about a raspberry vinaigrette? There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is that, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching here. I, I got to feel like there's a different, like a, I don't know, a cherry vinaigrette. Like, yeah, probably so. I need the vinaigrette there. Uh, I, and also, I figured if I doubled up, then there would be like a buzzer, you know, and Addison would like, buzz me out or whatever. No, you're good. Yeah. Um, so, first off, he hit on one of my absolute favorites, which Thousand is Thousand Island. Island. Yeah, that's always near the top of my list. I'll say I've been a blue cheese fan before for a long time. When I was younger, I'd always eat blue cheese. Um, it's a good dressing. The honey mustard, I mean, the uh, honey, it's a honey 
what is it? A honey uh, something. Honey real sweet. Honey I think mustard. it is honey it's mustard. The, hun- the honey dressing. mustard dressing at Alfredo's on their salad bar is quite good. I always that's the only place I get it, but I always get the honey mustard there. Um, obviously, Caesar is a very popular salad yeah. dressing. Um, What's that? You three? Know, huh? Is that three for you? No, that's three. That's three. Yeah, uh, sure. Italian okay. is a real popular one. And while I'm on the uh, country of origin theme how about french there's five okay. and no neither of you named off ranch Stephen no, did. did that was oh, his first did? one yeah. yeah good job i'm impressed i gave you a round oh, of applause I, can't, for that. I can't read my own handwriting it does say ranch sorry um, Stephen. i can't help but think of um one of my favorite tv characters ron swanson from parks and recreation um at one point in the show ron's a big meat eater you know he loves steak and really anything with meat in it ron will eat um but someone offers him salad he's like ron do you want some salad and he goes since i'm not a rabbit no and he just puts <laughs> it right back that's kind of i'll eat salad occasionally yeah. but i don't eat salad a lot yeah sounds like Stephen Mackey. yeah well i was you know i was a vegan for five years and i was the world's worst vegan because i didn't eat salad <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we, we made it we made it work you know i don't know how you did that but Congratulations. Yeah. I feel like that's all. I thought that's what veganism was, was just eating salad all the time. Oh, gosh, no, man. There's, there's so much more you can that uh, does not involve salad. I don't think I could do it, so good for you. Coach O, did we hit, your, did you hit on your favorite? Yeah, my favorite is Thousand Islands. Okay. And then ranch would be probably second. Yeah. But I also Doesn't like, ranch defeat the purpose of eating a salad? Isn't ranch dressing, like, terrible for you? I think they're all, none of them are particularly good for you. (laughs) And I like Green Goddess. Okay. That's, I mean. Well, to go along with your Chilean sea bass. Yeah. No, I'm out on the Chilean sea bass. And, uh, yeah, so I just gave you, like, one that nobody named, Green Goddess. So, there, I don't have to name anymore. Well, we did a. Between Stephen's list and my list, I think we hit all the basic ones. I don't know. There's probably some yeah, kind of fringe dressings out yeah. there, but fringe dressings. <laughs> I think we got the basics. If you go to the salad bar at Alfredo, these are Alfredo's. These are represented. Yeah. So feel good about good my job, answer. Guys. All right. Salads. There well, hey, listen, we're going to be uh, dressing up Forney ISD Athletics this week, and it is Lead Twenty Three Week, and I got to get back to this because this is our topic for today. It's why Stephen's here. Um, yeah, we, it's a it's an awesome week because we've got playoff games going on. We're at the regional level in softball and baseball, and that makes us really happy too. But once a year, we have an opportunity in our department to do this, to have a leadership summit for, in this case, our junior class. We have a bunch of juniors. Right? We have around 300 juniors in Forney ISD that are in athletics, participating in a sport. And what we know is as we close it, close out their junior year here at the end of may they're going to go they're about to enter their final summer mm-hmm. this is the last one so it's kind of the penultimate step before being a senior we want them to have as much success during their final summer as they can to prepare themselves as well as they can to be a student athlete but what we really want is for them to enter their senior year with the most influence on the entire pyramid beneath them that they can have the most positive influence to feel like they have tools to feel like they are empowered and to feel like um, 
they're a part of something very special on their campus and within our department. And that's what we're head, that's what we attempt to do with lead 20. In this case, 23, these are the seniors of 23 that we're addressing. We've done this before. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't do it during the pandemic, so we've missed it. So super exciting to bring them in. And Stephen Mackey, you are our MC for that event. You've done this before with us. And um, we're excited to be able to bring you back. What are you looking forward to about Thursday in Forney? You know, Coach, this event is a really special event to be able to, to not only call students athlete leaders, but to equip them to be leaders. In fact, in, in talking with some students across the state, one of the things that they would tell me very often is, everybody tells me I'm a leader because I'm good at my sport or because I'm popular or because uh, they perceive that I have some level of influence. But nobody's taught me how to lead. And that's really, really stressful to be called leader, but not know if you're doing well or not. And so to have an event that is one piece of a dedicated strategy, an intentional strategy by the, at the district level throughout the year to equip students to be leaders, to give them opportunities to lead, to model and teach leadership, and then to set in front of them a vision for what would come out of uh, this program and their leadership uh, in community services within their own program and with their sister program is, is just a really, really special event. And so I'm fired up to get to be a part of it, to spend time with kids. It's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a great day of learning. It's going to be a great day of competition. And, and it's, just, it's one of the highlights of the year, no doubt. We think so, too. Um, there's an old, uh, old song, a little less talk and a lot more action. I think that's probably a different context. But the truth is, we, that's, we are in a society these days which is, is overloaded with talk, with, with people posting on social media. With, and, and listen, people, everyone's individual voice is important and does have a context. But we can talk about things all day long if we don't know how to do them, as Stephen mentions here particularly with our these youngsters if we aren't instructing them right i mean we can talk about basketball all day all day long but if we don't go out there and practice our fundamental skills Mm -hmm. we're not going to win a basketball game right well leadership is really kind of the same thing i mean sure you know you might be fast and coach o might have great hand-eye coordination and i might be reasonably good shooter but if we don't have a a plan to practice those skills. We don't form a team that's any good. Leadership works the same way. We've got some kids that are kind of naturally, maybe verbal. You know, they got the they got the gift of gab. We got some kids who um, other kids look to because yeah, they're a great premier right. athlete. We got some kids who are good at this or that. We're trying to put all that in a context of how do you really apply it in the real world? Yeah, we're going to talk about it throughout the year, but. We're bringing in five speakers at LEAD 23. Stephen said this is not just a singular event. It is part of a bigger theme. We, we start out when our kids are in junior high with two words, for example, which is Stephen's organization. Stephen's been a partner with Forney ISD Athletics for many years uh, with character development and lessons for our junior high level mm-hmm. kids. I, we don't have time to go into it today, but there are a lot of pieces that we attempt to do within our department from coaches to underclassmen to upperclassmen to whatever to put together a kid that's that's well-rounded and i think 
it's very valuable for these kids to learn leadership lessons regardless of whether or not they are seen as a leader on their team because not every kid is, right? Like you talk about it, not every kid is real vocal, but that doesn't mean, you know, every single kid can contribute to good constructive leadership in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that, and it, and it goes way beyond this because, you know, the ones who are seniors now, they're going to be freshmen in college next year. That's right? right. And whenever they are seniors in college, then they're going to be the new person at their job. So you're always going to go through these transitions where you're not the leader mm-hmm. of, of this particular group. So, but to know what good leadership is, is also to know how to support good leadership. And I think that it's extremely valuable to every kid that's there. And I mean, like I said, this is useful across the board, you know, yeah. to quote, I don't know the exact verse, but there's a Bible verse that says where there is no leadership to people perish or where there's no vision that people perish really yeah. what it says. But, um, it's, that's true regardless of where these kids go, what they're doing to know what a good leader looks like is awesome. I mean, it's, it's so valuable to even if, even if you're not a leader. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it's it's a great thing for all the students, but I love that y'all specifically do it with the incoming seniors to give them a sense of responsibility and a little weight to that. It says, hey, listen, you're different than the rest of the athletes here, and this is why, and this is this is how you should leverage that uniqueness of your classification to better the team. Yeah, well, sure. If you know about human adolescent development and you've, you've been around kids as long as many of us have, you know there's a natural biological pecking order mm-hmm. i mean that's just the way it works like like you said you may not be that vocal kid you may not be that kid that's willing to step out there and really be the the visionary for your program but everyone is influencing someone all the time like every member of our senior class is going to influence people mm-hmm. they may not be the leader on their with the, you know the perceived leader on their volleyball team but they are influencing the teams beneath them mm-hmm. they're influencing the junior high kids that are coming to the game and watching them, they're influencing the behavior of their, the people, the spectators who have come to see them play. They're influencing the outcomes of the officials in the game. We've had that conversation in that context before there. There's always influence in every interaction. And that's what another beautiful thing about sports is if we're preparing them for the collegiate experience and for the employment experience and for the family relationship experience, this is, these are great tools, mm-hmm. and that's, that's you know, really what we're trying to do. I love the idea of just equipping because a lot of times, you know, you could potentially have leadership capabilities and not even know it, not know how to express it. Um, so just to be able to equip them with tools to be able to lead, lead it reminds me of like a, a situation with Carrington in high school. A uh, new coach came in. Uh, she was the captain, and so was a, this other senior, and um, – she came home and she said, you know, uh, Lauren, she, she's saying all the right things in the locker room. She's saying all the right things, but the girls don't listen to her. And I looked at her and I said, well, then you need to make them listen. If they'll listen to you, why aren't you making them listen to her if you know she's saying the right thing? And she was like, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. So it's just those little things. So, like, just that um, ability to be able to mm-hmm. to help, you know, Lauren, I'm sure, was super frustrated. I don't know. I mean, because, you know, she knows she's saying the right things, but right. they're not responding. But it just took another leader, you know, to bring it all in. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes that's what leadership is. It's not standing up and being the one to yell in front of the whole team, but to support that leader and just to have those goggles to be able to see it. 
And I think that's what you're talking about is just equipping students to recognize that stuff. I mean, I think if this year in the NCAA men's basketball national championship, Kansas was down 16 at the half. And um, one of their players who's not, he's a leader, but he's not necessarily the vocal guy. He's mm-hmm. their center walks in and he has this big smile on his face at halftime. And everyone's like, why are you smiling? We're getting whooped out there. And he, and he just laughs and says, cause we're coming back. He said, this is what we do. We do this every time. He said, I ain't worried about it. We got it. And I was like that just that little thing, just his attitude was a form of leadership that, that his team needed in that moment. And it was just his, his ability to do that and the confidence to do that instead of just putting his head down and kind of hiding him within the group, you know, and being sad like everybody else, his positivity was a form of leadership there. And I think that's what coach I was talking about. So we'll go back to our guest, Steven, is there any aspect of leadership that you really want to hammer home this year? Is there something that you're, you're kind of focusing on for Thursday? As I think about the conversations around leadership that I have with kids, there are, I think there are some big ideas that always need to be reinforced and spoken about again and again and again. Things like servant leadership and we before me, um, just like this, this worldview of, Hey, leadership isn't command and control. Trust and inspire. Stephen Covey talks about. And so there are these ideas that need to come back again and again. And then there are like specific practices like, hey, go do this starting now and you'll be on your way towards becoming a leader worth following. And one of those specific practices for me is the practice of encouragement that we would give genuine, specific, and truthful encouragement to people on our team every day. And the, the challenge I give is to encourage three people a day, every day, with something that's genuine, which means you really mean what you are saying. That is specific, that you're not just a generic, hey, good job today. No, hey, I saw, I saw the way that you pushed through that last set of squats today. Uh, and it's truthful that you make sure that what you're saying is not a lie. And when you begin to encourage like this, a couple things happen. Number one, it changes the way that you see other people. So that instead of looking for the worst in them um, and, and looking to see what's wrong in them so that we can feel better about ourselves, we start to see the best in other people. And we are able to see people with their intentions. And we're able to see give people the benefit of the doubt and, and not view them as a threat to our identity, to our ability to reach our goals or any of those things, because we see the best in them, we start celebrating them and wanting the best for them. Um, but it also changes the way that we see ourselves in that um, when we are constantly looking for what's wrong with other people to feel better about ourselves, we'll, we'll naturally see what's wrong in ourselves. But when we start looking for the best in other people, it gives us permission to see the best in ourselves. And I can't tell you the number of students I've talked to who have a negative self-view, who, who say some really terrible, awful, nasty things to themselves when they fall short or they don't get it right. And so it changes the way we see other people. It changes the way we see ourselves. But for those in the context of leadership, well, it helps other people feel better about being them. Like They're like, hey, I like to be me when I'm around you. Like, hey, whenever I'm down, like I can hang out with you. And like I feel like, hey, you know what? There's a way to get through this. Uh, and, and so then people start following you. And so, you know, that's one of those specific practices that, that, uh, that I think is worth, uh, reinforcing and celebrating, um, you know, this, this week and, and, and moving forward. 
Addison, I want to follow it up by saying I, I thought you did a tremendous job with your contribution on the weave today uh, with your, your uh, insight about the post-game speech by the Suns coach. That was really good. Thank you for the encouragement. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. And Coach O, uh, I'm re- I want you to tell you that uh, I'm hungrier now because of the ozone. Yeah. And okay. I'm pretty proud I was able to name five dressings. You did really well. Wow. I was going to say you need to do one. You, you see how I did that? Person. I led her into encouraging me. I know. I was going to say you need to encourage one more person, but then you encourage yourself. <laughs> so that was three out of three. You're good. Now, I can name five things, and it, it, I, I can't just, I can name five dressings, obviously, but I can also name five things that our department does that good luck finding another athletic department in the state of Texas does. We're very proud of what we do here. As we should be. But. I believe in this. You you hear what Stephen's going to bring to our kids on Thursday. Well, there's there are five other speakers that are coming in. Stephen's the MC, uh, and there are five lessons that bring encouragement and uh, capability to these emerging seniors. Um, I'm, I'll go through them really quickly here. This is a world premiere, by the way. We haven't put these oh, topics yeah, or speakers out anywhere. We'll, Coach O, can people find information about about Lead 23 on our social media accounts and our website? Well, right now we're doing promos Okay. Um, throughout the week yeah. leading up to it. All right. So keep an eye on Twitter and, and Facebook and listen to this podcast, obviously. But our websites, we'll get some more information out. But... Here are our speakers. Lesson one, our speaker is Richard Ellis, and the lesson is entitled, What Will Be Your Legacy? Gives you a pretty good insight into Mm -hmm. what he's bringing to our kids. Lesson two is Purpose After Athletics, Preparing for the Transition. Addison, you already hinted about this. We go through transitions at every phase. That's Demai Williams. We'll have more information about these speakers, too. We're not going to go into every bio today on the podcast, but keep an eye on our social media accounts for it. Lesson three is Matt Gron, and he's, his lesson is our teammates and ourselves. Lesson four, what's in your bag? Stacy Kennedy. Stacy Kennedy is, lo- is our only local presenter this year. She's uh, one of our character coaches in the district. She's extremely influential with a lot of kids in our program. And lesson five, be a coffee bean. And that's Damon West. And, of course, Damon West uh, had a book, I think, by the same title. And that was John Gordon and Damon West that wrote that. Stephen, am I right about that? Yes, sir. You got it. And I believe Damon West has another book coming out pretty soon with a VIP co-author. Am I right about that, too? (laughs) Well, you're half right. I I don't know about the VIP part. (laughs) But, uh, But... But David and I do have a book called The Locker Room, How Great Teams Feel Hurt, Overcome Adversity, and Build Unity. And that released last week. And so we, uh, we're excited. That's on bookshelves everywhere, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon, and uh, really excited to get that out um, and to have that out into the world. And so uh, by the time we get together for the event on Thursday, we will know whether or not we made the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list. And well, so that was definitely a goal. So fingers crossed. I'm no fortune teller, but I'm going to predict that this will be a national bestseller. And, um, you know, it's, it's obviously a timely message and an important message for a bunch of important kids from our perspective. We're talking about student athletes 
And we think in our department that the process they go through, that pressure cooker that they're in, in school sports, and particularly when they get to expand uh, just the participation to these other life lessons that are connected, there's not much else that can better prepare them for future leadership in, in all the other endeavors that they pursue. So uh, I just want to tell you, Stephen, while I'm going to pass out some additional compliment, complimentary information here. What you've done in our district, what you bring to the experience of the student-athlete through two words and through these lessons like the, the book you've got coming out, um, so valuable in our country and I know you're, you know, you're, you're a nationwide guy now, um, in our state, in our school systems, and just, man, in society in general. I don't know that there's ever been a time kids needed this kind of information and, and positivity any more than they do now. So what you bring is, is so important. Yeah. Thank you so much, Coach. It's a privilege to be a part of it, and, and I'm thankful for, for you guys. Y'all were, y'all were a year one. You know, y'all were a year one school. Yep. Uh, one of the very first that that uh, believed in us and trusted in us, and and uh, and so very thankful for that. And uh, and that's not something that'll be that'll be forgotten. So it's a gift to get to be on the game and, and on the team. Awesome. Well, we're going to keep two words in our kids' ears as long as you keep putting it out because it's it's important thing to do. Now on lead day, we've got the speakers and CoServe is our sponsor. They're going to come in and serve lunch to. 400 people, um, a lot of other stuff going on. But we like to have fun on that day too, don't we, Stephen? I know you've, you've usually got a few things up your sleeve to keep the day moving quickly and keep you our kids. Oh, uh, man, we got we to gotta have fun and we got to have competition. Your competition fuels growth. And so, you know, as we walk through the day, it's not just a day of lectures where the students are being talked to, uh, but it's a day of competition and it's a day of, of discussion where students get to be the experts. And so as we work through the day, not only will the speakers speak, we'll walk the students through how to take notes, but then they'll have an opportunity for small group discussion and then an opportunity to share with a large group about things that they learned. And so, you know, every 20 minutes or so, there'll be a shift in kind of what students are doing and how they're interacting and in receiving and discussion and sharing and competition and there'll be some great prizes given away and uh, a lot of social media competition, games played. It's a big, big day where, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. And kids look up and go, man, I can't believe it's already, you know, 2 o'clock. Yeah, for sure. It, it, time flies and you have fun. Well, it's uh, the week's going to fly. We've still got some things to do to get ready, don't we, Coach O? We've got work to do. We've got a lot. <laughs> we do got, have a lot. We've got a lot, a lot of behind-the-scenes work to do. It's going to be a busy week. But Lead 23, Thursday at 9 a.m., Sea Life Church, we've, uh, we're bringing our junior class in. Just to give you a kind of mental image, the kids will be at roundtables with their head coaches. This is from both schools. So you can envision a group of volleyball girls at a table, the junior class from both Forney and North Forney, with both head coaches engaged. They've been, been allowed to invite a community representative so they're bringing in a friend of the program, somebody that's not a player or coach or a booster club member, and engaging them in the roundtable discussion too, some positive adult influence. Our character coaches will be there. Um, 
I know we'll have administrators stop by, but it's going to be a fun day. It's it's a it's an exciting event. It's an event that we can lead into many more uh, character building activities that spin off from it. We have a lead council that'll be coming in next year that will be when these kids are seniors that that will come in and actually engage with Coach O and I to do planning for our department and our departmental goals. So a lot of pieces to this pie, but. Uh, man, it's a good one. We're looking forward to it. I'm I'm pumped. It's my first lead. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very so, cool. Stephen, we will see Super. you on Thursday morning, bright and early. Look forward to it. It's gonna be a great day. Yes, sir. We, no doubt about it. So, we appreciate you, and uh, thank you for w- spending a little time with us today, too. You bet, guys. Keep the great work. We'll see you this week. See you there. We hope to see all of you there at LEAD, um, but if you are unable to join us for LEAD because you're not a coach or a player or whatever, uh, we will come back with an update next week to tell you about it. Um, but I do know that we have a lot of players and coaches listening, so we look forward to seeing you all there. Okay, uh, so. I wasn't I wasn't inviting everybody. I know this is a closed <laughs> event. That's not what I'm saying. As much as we would love to invite everyone right. to this event, of yeah, seating is limited. It is kind of exclusive. It's the junior class yeah. of student athletes, and that's, you know, that's who we're targeting for this. But we're going to share it out. There will be plenty of opportunities right, right. afterward to see the highlights of it and to, to see pictures of kids engaged in in leadership development activities. So mm-hmm. uh, there'll be plenty of sharing. Absolutely. So um, we will talk to y'all next week with an update on lead and everything else that's going on in Fournier ISD athletics. So thank y'all for listening, subscribe, share us out there, and we will talk to you next week.